Blog Talk Radio. Help, help support in that that way because they can really um, greatly 
help get the information out. And I think that uh, what I'm trying to tell you and a lot of the things are, are crucial. And, you know, whether you like me as a host or as a, as a um, you know, bringer of information, that's up to you. I don't care. Uh, I'm here to give you raw information. Take it how you will. But, um, yeah, if you really enjoy the show, that's what you can do to support, and that doesn't take any money. But if you happen to be able to come across, you know, a little extra change to pledge to get this uh, license going on so I can play more music, it would make the show, I think, um, it would upgrade it tremendously because uh, I'm, I'm well-versed at music. So I, I have my own music, and I'm sure that if you've been a listener on this show, you've heard here and there my music. I I rarely focus on music anymore in my life, um, just don't have time for it or a place right now. And, well, that's all right because I've kind of been there, done that, but if you enjoy um, some of the music you've heard, I do have CDs for sale. Um, you can always contact me for whatever reason. It's stayrootsmusic at gmail.com. And that um, is just my email address, and that's how I communicate here. So that's, that's that. And so um, speaking of schedules, you know, you can catch this show regularly as much as possible every other Thursday at 10 o'clock Hawaiian time. Um, we are the second to last time zone before the international dateline, so um, that is quite a few different times for a lot of people across the world, but um, this is where I stand here in the Hawaiian Islands. So if you want to um, catch the show live, as it is right now, then you know, tune in every other Thursday, 10 o'clock Hawaiian time. And I will try to stay on this schedule so there is consistency on this show more. However, um, check the Chant Down radio page um, and look for upcoming shows outside this schedule, outside this this uh, pattern, because um, sometimes I may have a guest that can't come on those times, and I'll try to uh, cater to their times as much as I can. And and so just check the Chant Down radio page and just Google Chant Down uh, radio and listen to the archives if you haven't. Episode 43 was a show dedicated to an audio archive directory also, so you could look at that, but then, of course, I've done more since. But still, um, it may be a good place to start if you're a new listener. Thursday the 19th, there will be no show. So although I have every other week pattern trying to go on here, that I, I cannot do. But I may squeeze one in somewhere else. So keep checking the Channel Down radio page. I may be able to put one in another spot somewhere uh, randomly that fits in the schedule. So, and this is a call-in show. So if you want to call in to Channel Down Radio, you're welcome to call in and chant it down. Three four seven three two four three three four two. Three four seven three two four three three four two. And uh, always welcome callers. I'm going to be doing a presentation here, but I'll, I'll um, definitely um, give you a little time for callers here before I get right into it. So I, I recently read an article about an office building in Stockholm, Sweden, that decided to get its employees chipped so they could work there. And I talked about this on episode 38, uh, my system tentacle episode uh, about technology. And and I and I covered all this about the slow integration of the microchip and and now here it is totally accepted and not questioned whatsoever at least by the employees. Um, this this uh, report was brought to me by the Intel Hub and if you don't know the Intel Hub I think it's a great um, news source if you want to you know get alternative news which covers you know important media and and check them out. Um, but um, you know. Lots of the these alternative reports you you get um, on Intel Hub are you know s seem to slip by the mainstream media or make page 19 of your newspaper or some some unimportant article and and th you know this is serious this is this is uh, you know I'm not surprised but it, this is really serious if you think about it and the chip implant gets these people in their building. Um, it powers all their devices, and and even the BBC reporter reporting about this, it's, it's actually a news um, clip you can check out, uh, 
he he gets the chip in the, in the video just to try it out. And it, and and what this does is it makes it seem so harmless, you know, that that that, that it's just like this uh oh, it's no big deal. He just got a little implant in him. So what, you know? Uh you don't have to worry about it. It's he's fine. Look at him. He's the reporter and he even he's doing it. That's what it's saying without saying it. And and um I mean it's uh it, it, it makes it seem so harmless, but, I mean, this is the mark of the beast in the Bible. I mean, whether you believe in that or not, uh, it's accurate, and and, it is, and there is something to be said about all that. Whether you, you know, think of it all as astral theology, bullshit, um, not relevant, well, you know, I think it's good to take a second look. And and really, um, even if you, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I don't subscribe to any belief systems, as you probably notice on this show. But you know, there there are definitely things um, to to uh, mine from that, and that is some, uh, a full on prophetic message. You know, whether the elite or not are kind of following this like a script, but for, for real. And so, anyway, I mean, whatever you think of that, it's coming, and it's the ultimate form of slavery, the microchip, and that's. That's what they want in currency. I mean, just look at the airlines. The, the, they only take charge cards, the credit cards. The, the, and, and the question is, are you going to take the chip? You know, When everyone else is doing it and you feel pressured, will you quit or will you join the systemites? That's something to ask yourself right now. Will you take the chip? Because it seems like, well... I remember when cell phones came out and you didn't really need one in life. Well, then it it uh, worked its way into where if you don't have one, it's very inconvenient to not have one in this society. So everybody's got one. So even the people that were resistors, like myself, I was like, ah, I don't need a cell phone. I don't want another bill, and, and I don't want the radiation. Well, eventually life put me in a position where now I have to have one, and basically – Everybody does instead of their landline. So, um, so now is the time to look into quitting the system. I mean, I know it takes; it seems impossible. So, so the only way is to get a mass quitting. I mean, do you have faith? Do I have faith? Well, no, not in the masses whatsoever. I do not. And that, I, I, and does that sound negative? I'm, I'm sure it does. But how about I lie to you? You know, tell. Tell you what I want you to hear, and I'll just tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Well, no, no. I'm sure my podcast would have, you know, many more listeners if I covered fluff and no substance and tell you that it's all good, but it's not all good, and this is a slow integration. And just ask yourself, are you going to take the chip when it becomes a social norm? Ask yourself that, and does it seem that harmless to you? Ask yourself that one, too. And go and do some research on the implications of getting a chip, too. I mean, sure, this is just one office building in Stockholm, Sweden. But this is something that they they show in the video. It's like a trend. It's like, oh, it makes everything so easy. And so nobody can get in the building. Oh, the security, you know, you don't need a security guard. We got You have to have the chip to get in. Okay, all right. So and it's safe, they tell you, and no one can run any of the electronics in there except for you, who has the chip. So they make it seem like it's this advantage, and so it's just it's just um, pure evil. It really is. So, yeah, um, that that's something to really look at. And and you know um, we have a society that will take it because society is extremely dumbed out. I mean, look at Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, that's what I call it. And, you know, everybody crowding around for a game that they, they could be playing instead, but people get so wrapped up in a game, consumed. If you think about it, it's one of the most brainwashing days of the year. They they got everyone around the box. You know, you're watching the game, and so many commercials, so much subconscious programming, and you got the halftime show always showing the elite symbolism and satanic gang signs. You know, it's a big ritual, and and if that sounds extreme to you, then go ahead and, you know, do some research and tell me what you think when you actually Google up things and look at the facts that are straight in front of your face of the symbology going on in these rituals. 
You know, I'm tired of deniers, people that sit there, armchair quarterbacks, just talking out of their mouth that don't know anything. Um, plus, though, think about on Super Bowl Sunday, think about all the genetically modified foods people consume on that day, all their hormone-pumped GMO meat, um, chips with MSG, beer, you know, that's beer's got a lot of preservatives and probably a lot of it's, uh, I'm sure, genetically modified, and, and all that to help dumb down the population. I mean, it's the ultimate bombardment of toxic media and foods, so Super Bowl Sunday. It's a compilation of dumbed-down minds um, and the, the most conscious day ever, really. And, and you've got to think about it. I mean, think about these players everyone's cheering on, too. A bunch of egos ran amok. People you shouldn't be idolizing for their egos, and not to mention all the players getting away with with absurd things like rape and violence in their own lives, you know, and, and, and these are the people you want your kids to look up to? I mean, you know, we have to break it down. We chant it down on this show, and, and I'm not talking about your comfort here. I'm not trying to make everything sound, oh, it's okay, it's just a game. And I know it's it's just people having fun, and, and please do have fun. I have fun. But see, they've invaded fun, and that's what you need to know. They, they've they invaded fun. It's not just innocent anymore. It's made to dumb you down, manipulate, and distract you from real life. And that's what's really going down. And and so they're trying to, to distract, manipulate, and and. and get you away from knowing what's really going down. And if people knew the truth to heart right now, they would all quit with extreme righteous anger and disappointment. You know, if if everybody knew this in a mass situation, there would be change. And, uh, well, well, you know, is it going to happen? And people, you know, that tell me there's this great wake-up, I'm like, well, where is it? Because I don't see it. And what people think is people waking up. You know, there are people that have the knowledge, but have they put it into action? And that's a real important thing that will uh, go into um, my presentation I'll talk about in a little bit here, or at least hopefully I'll touch on it today. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was at a friend's house um, because my kids like to play with his, and that's unfortunately our only link. Um this this guy is nothing like me, and he's he's like everyone else. Loves to watch TV, and I, you know what it is is when when you um, are a parent, you make friends with other parents because your kids play together. But it doesn't mean that they're going to be people that you have much in common with. And unfortunately, that 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 sort of situation happens. But fortunately, too, because you can try to be a beacon of light for the person. But some people are kind of hopeless. And this guy, he likes to, you know, he likes to watch TV. And as a guest in someone's house, I try to be good-mannered, but it's hard for me to just sit there and watch TV. I hate TV. I hate it uh, with a passion. I never watch, and I remember why. Uh, the shows are so stupid to me. So, I mean... It actually takes an idiot, an imbecile, to to really get into these shows and like them because that is the level of, of consciousness of the people that actually like TV. You know, I know that there's some programs that um, are, are probably, you know, better than others. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's dumb. TV is dumb. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the shows are so stupid. I mean, see... See movies. Take, see, like movies, for example, they have good writers and lots of production and time to get it right. Yes, there's a lot of dumb movies out there, too, so no doubt, no question. But TV shows are super dumb. They have, well, less time to put together a plot, and, and they have to allow time for commercials. I watched like two hours of TV, and I wanted to cleanse my soul. I felt like I had been poisoned. And I truly had been poisoned. Um, I watched a show. Um, I mean, I watched a show about some murder mystery crime drama. I'm trying to trying to remember what it's called. But anyway, um, it's one of these many crime shows that actually are, are they're really gruesome. You know, at, at least with a movie, you have 
uh, forewarning. But but TV just throws it at you. You don't you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, and I forget the name of the show. It it has uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt as an FBI agent. Um, Criminal Minds. That's it. It's called Criminal Minds. It was about this murderer that leaves torsos of human bodies everywhere with with uh, you know um, and 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 with like you know if, when kids can just walk in at any moment and see a disturbing image, image, you know, traumatizing. People wonder why so many people are are violent and and twisted. Well, TV is a big contributor. Um, This this is a traumatizing imagery that goes on without any forewarning. But in this show, the the agents were having a dialogue, and, and one of the guys was saying that, that they they wouldn't have these psycho murderers around if everyone was chipped, and and you know I stood back you know because I just read this article and I'm like oh sometimes things happen to me that way where I I I find something and then another thing reminds me of that and another thing and and it's like uh, synchronicity you know working so um but yeah there you go programming right there pre-programming so when it happens it's not much of a shock it's already been introduced to you in some form that you probably never caught and my friend who is totally unconscious there you know watching his tv he he didn't even really get it until i i started to like say something to him and and you know he he did pick up on that after i said it which was cool you know i try to work on people kind of like a project if i can but i i lose faith and i lose patience quick i really do um, but yeah, that, that's pre-programming. And so, see, I've, I've seen lots of violent images and, and disturbing images in, in movies too, but TV catches you by surprise. And I, I felt this, this stale energy after watching two hours of programming. And yeah, yet, yeah, total, it really is a funny word how we call it programming. And I felt sick and I felt unmotivated. And it, it's true about TV, um, as as some researchers have said, that the more you watch, the more you become complacent and accept it. I I even feel like there's something feeding through the major channels like NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. That it's some kind of frequency feed that I can't explain. Some some sort of extra evil frequency they add in. I mean, what what I'm saying here is, for example. If you bought a TV show on on DVD as a, as a season set, you wouldn't feel that same feeling. There's there's something extra added in. I'm, I'm not sure if it, you know. I've I've always felt it. Um, the more I've become conscious, and when you see TV, there's just this feeling you get on those major networks that that is sort of added in. And and I, I suppose you have to be awake and aware to kind of feel that. Uh, but I think you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah. It, TV is the big reason we have the population we do. It teaches us our ideals, and is the is the big reason that you know uh, it teaches us our morality. It's it's crafting artificial human beings. It's called social engineering, and it's slave think manufacturing. That's what it is. And so many people watch TV. If you watch TV, they have you. They've un. Usurp fun. You have to know that first. You have to know that they have taken fun and given it to you in a package. Like, here's fun, but there's invisible strings attached. And, um, you know, listen to episode 15, System Tentacle Number 1, Media Mind Control. And that that one doesn't even cover it good enough, I don't feel. I, I couldn't even put it all in one episode. So someday I'll do a part two on that episode possibly with some really good guests um, that I, I might dig up here in, in, in the near future, hopefully. But um, when when I return home, man, from this guy's house, uh, from watching, I wanted to cleanse my soul. I mean, TV made me sick inside. It, it, does, it does that to you, too, whether you know it or not. If you watch regularly, even if you're awake, too, it will dull you down. And it's not that we can't enjoy entertainment but we really have to watch out it can take you so so few really know what's going on because they watch this brainwashed bullshit device it only plays into you know it all it it, it only plays into all the schools of thoughts and division 
it never tells the real truth, and that's what it is. And if it does, it's it's putting it in a form of making fun of it, you know, so you just kind of dismiss it. They do that. You know, media has corrupted so many minds. And and as a truth paper, uh, a truth speaker, people try to, you know, pigeonhole us um, that really speak the truth into their categories that are in their minds, you know, mainly forms of schools of thoughts and belief systems given to them by TV in one way or another. So, so see, they, they argue back from their, their standpoint, which, which sits in, in total brainwashed, moron, manufactured, retard mentality. And it's produced by the factory-making institutions of society, which are controlled by a few elite, insane occultists at the top. So factory-made humans basically getting produced by the, by the anus of society. And it's true. Um, so everybody that, you know, if, if you're listens to me, other people that are talking like this, automatically categorize, categorize you like, oh, he must be uh, a hippie, oh, he he's must be a Democrat, or he must be a Republican, or he must be this or that or this or that. You know what? I'm a free thinker, and that doesn't come through the TV. That doesn't go from that reality. That reality has you, and that reality, if you turn it off, will greatly increase your consciousness and i swear by that you know if you want to know the truth shut down all mainstream media and then get your mind set on freedom true freedom and that's the kind that money won't buy i mean you got to get your priorities straight i mean what do you really want if it's money then you too have bought into the great lie they have you we all have because you know we we have to, we have to you know we're given no other option but to pay to exist. And I know, you know, we have to survive. But the the great lie is getting us to be on the treadmill. And and what better device than the TV to keep us in a frequency? Um, the great lie has us running around all day for those, you know, little digits on a screen, the money. It has us mimicking their life they want us to live. That's it. And this is the invaders of Earth who have us doing all this. The invasion happened long ago, as I talked about before, and the invasion that got us believing that some have a divine right to rule, and the invasion that got us believing in authority. The invasion that got us living in civilization, got us living away from the earth, and it's important to understand how you've been taken and how you're wrapped up in a box, 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 like Russian dolls, and um, you can't see the way out. But you have to understand what has been programmed and that your ambitions to make money, to be successful, to do these things in, in the world, in the system, are all by design there for you to take on from such an early age. And if you didn't have them, you would be a totally different human being. And that's what I'm trying to produce here on this show. So here we are in the People Beyond series, who who we are without the system, to to realize our potential, our truth, and help to regain our lives back somehow and no longer fall for the great lie, the great lie. And, and it is continually perpetuated through that screen you watch, through the Internet. You know, you have to pluck off the tes- system testicles, <laughs> tentacles, but they got you by the testicles, that's for sure, um, or ovaries or whatever. And they, they, these things are have got your mind, and and it's and it's uh, a feeding tube straight into your mind. And and uh, you know, I can't, I can can't say enough about it. Um, if you still watch TV, then you too are taken, and that's just it. We we must get away from the device, the media networks, and you know, start to be autodidacts and. Uh, I'm hoping that that some things can change, but um, not without lots of work and lots of people like myself and others on fire. Um, because do I do I have faith? Not in the masses, but I do have faith in those that spread 
the 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 truth that that are awake and on fire those that can spread the truth like wildfire i do not i do know that you know um the power of even one person is a lot and can take i mean if you take a look at like the martyrs for freedom in in just our earth history whether that history is the truth or not the those today who give all they got and all that works, you know, and and uh, you know, the, even more important, it's just the fact that people who give all they got and they have followers. Now, you don't want to produce this kind of mentality to have followers. You want to get people activated on their on their on their own. But um, you know, these people, the just the power of one person can do quite a bit. So imagine, you know, that's where my faith comes in, is those that are like myself and much better people than myself out there doing it, that are promoting freedom, promoting consciousness. That's where I have faith, those that are on fire and saying, wait a minute, let's turn, try to turn some of this around. And those people carry the life force. So the life force, let's get into it now. I I never realized until I started doing radio how much I can rant. I never I never knew that. But hey, the, you know, with this kind of information, which is everything in the world, there's so many ways that it can go, and it's hard to keep a a, a focal point sometimes for me because this this is everything in our life basically, and we must see the truth, and so. Anyway, let's do a little recap of the last episode. So, um, I talked about on the last episode the world cultures being overtaken by a new mentality. You know, the old world cultures that were the peaceful uh, hunter-gatherers that didn't have leaders, government, lived nomadic, and free. Um, Something happened to planet Earth, um, and I went out on a limb with this one, and, and possibly... There's many possibilities here, but in my research um, and just kind of bringing it all together into one thing, I've sort of come across a sort of a theory. But you know, I all the all the continents were were one, Pangaea. You know, and I, and I didn't really discuss that on the last episode, but that's that's pretty much definitely um, something you can just look at a map and go, yeah. Look how this the South America could fit right into Africa, you know, like puzzle pieces. I mean, it's not that hard to figure that out. But the, the also the Earth was most likely straight on its axis, and sunken continents that are theorized like Mula Maria and Atlantis were joined with Pangaea, so um, there was a, a lot of more land. And I went into a lot of speculation, you know, based on books I've read and, and my own research, plus plus intuition that the moon may have been a giant vessel or spaceship and kind of like the Death Star, you know, maybe maybe George Lucas knows something, you know, it's a possibility, I don't know. But it came in, pushed Earth into the current position of 23 degrees it is now and caused giant cataclysms, probably the flood in the Bible, you know, uh, probably broke up the continents, I believe the Earth was straight on its axis and was a warmer climate all over, and that one huge chunk of land, one continent, year-round food growing, more space, less ocean, which makes sense for human life. And, you know, I, I do believe the Creator is perfect. I believe the Creator created a perfect place that has been altered by an outside force, um, and that this was at one time a paradise. And so uh, I believe a race of beings entered this planet via the moon and invaded with new mentalities and ways of life. And I will cover all that in great detail when I get into an off-planet section. And and that's just a taste. I, I uh, sort of realized last episode that this ep- this deserves light on its own, just what I was just talking about. But it's kind of important to understand this invasion of mentality and understanding the old world cultures. But, yeah, I, I just want to definitely understand that there was an older world before some cataclysm happened, and it possibly went like that, and, you know, well, we'll 
you know, there, there's a lot of speculation there, and we'll see. But it, it easily gets off topic when I dive into the possible planet interruption that swept the old world cultures away, destroyed them, and, and killed most of them. So, except those that fled to isolated places where most don't go. That's why you have these small bits left of people who are still more or less hunter-gatherers in isolated places where most choose not to live, such as the Kalahari Desert, um, Australian deserts, uh, isolated islands. That, that There are still, you know, people, barely, but still people living the old ways. Do, doesn't mean everything, though. Um, but these were the old world cultures, the earth people, the ones that lived in the rhythm of earth, the rhythm of earth, the world before the system, before the cataclysm. That's why I take a look at these cultures, because they live with values to each other and the earth. And these cultures access the life force. They knew how because their lives were free, free of control, uh, free and had no agenda but to live and enjoy this planet that the way that we're supposed to. I mean, um, it's not really hard. What if you? Here's something you should do: is go, go backpacking. That's a great way. You know, take all your food and belongings for a week, your tent, and you know everything to survive for a week, and go out there, and 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 just live, and and you'll go. After you've you've kind of quieted down your mind a bit. After, you know, it takes a couple of days to come in. You get into this state of mind where you go, wait a minute, this is supposed to be life. However, we're missing an import, uh, a lot of important things. One of them, knowing how to survive on your own. I mean, without all that stuff you brought in, because that stuff isn't going to stay in nature. But, um, you know, uh, I I think that, that that's, that's an important type of uh, realization right there is just to know know that, you know, because um, that kind of gives you a prerequisite to understanding maybe this some of this. But anyway, and these cultures, these old world cultures are still around in small groups today. Um, endangered humans is what I call them because there's very few left, and these aren't all people living in tribes today. Not all all took on these traits from the whole world. And and so also, I mean, some of the, what I'm saying is a lot of these indigenous people, there 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 are still people that live as hunter gatherers, but it doesn't mean that they're actually living as the old world cultures lived. I mean, there are still cannibal tribes today in, in Papua New Guinea. That's not living with the rhythm of Earth, eating people, you know, and, and head hunting and 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 that kind of war mentality, you know. Um, and uh, let me just put out a little disclaimer. I mean, during this talk, I'm not trying to degrade any other indigenous cultures. They they're they're all great in many ways. And and like last episode, when I mentioned how the Maoris annihilated the Moriori's, who who are who are my lineage, um, the Maoris are great, and so are the Hawaiians and many others. And I, I'm I'm looking at cultures by the fruits, though. And so people today that are, are from cultures that may have harmed someone or have, you know, they have nothing to do with, with their ancestors, period. I'm just putting that out there because we, this is our own battle today. Um, I'm looking at those who live with the rhythm of Earth for a model, live with no leaders, no governments, peaceful, harm nobody, live with the Earth. So that's that's what I'm looking at. So, so see, so I'm, I'm taking the good parts of all cultures considered and things considered when I talk about this, but these cultures live like no one else. I mean, because truth is kind of like a river, and, and and belief systems, if you could imagine, are kind of like villages. And, and the river goes through all of these villages and takes what is essential and then leaves the rest behind. Then it goes out to the ocean, which is all truth. So um, truth doesn't care. That's why I could have a conversation with anyone from nearly any belief system, and they could agree with everything I'm saying until I go beyond their belief system. And see, truth lives, leaves their village behind, and it goes to the ocean. I, I try my best to ride this river myself. But, yeah, so 
you know, when I talk about other cultures, there are good parts of other cultures. But using the old world cultures as a model is where we're going with this to understand the um, maybe the right mindset to start with the life force. But anyway, there are just a, a handful of Australian Aboriginals living this way. There's the Hadzabe and the San Bushmen of Africa. There's the Jarawa and Sentinel and Ongi peoples of the Andaman Islands off India. Basically, that's who's left of these old world cultures and um, that and that live this old way somewhat from the original Earth people. And of course, there's situations with all those people that have changed their their status as you know just hunter gatherers as civilization has crept in uh, but these were short statured peoples they listen to the last episode about the Polynesian peoples who were on the many islands before the more modern bigger Polynesians of today I went over some of my family tree on the last episode. And this also goes into the North American Indian cultures and South American natives. Worldwide, goes into Europe. Very few exist uh, that are left and know the old ways. So this is almost the entire extinction of a life, a way of life. But see, it's important to understand these ways. You can You can access the life force right now, so it doesn't mean only that this is the way to, to it, but that these cultures like only have it is, is not what I'm trying to say, but why not see it from the oldest cultures on Earth who know how to live here first? And so I'm mainly going to focus on Africa. Um, that's where the motherland of Earth is, in particular the San Bushman people of the Kalahari, and arguably the oldest culture on Earth, and with that the oldest forms of spirituality. So the life force is a river or a current of energy that exists everywhere. To access it, access it, it is uh, to actually unlearn book knowledge that takes really your heart. And so that's a, that's a big transition from anybody who's some kind of a scholar, left brain, left brain locked person. Uh, the life force, you could say, is the same as chi, uh, kundalini the Holy Spirit, mana, the Holy Ghost, it's, the, it's really the same underground river of energy that has popped up into geysers and been interpreted by different, by many cultures. It, it's God's Spirit, and it's whatever you want to label. It's the same thing being channeled in different ways through different people. And it, really, it actually takes... See, this is a hard, a hard thing to explain, the life force, because it's, a, it's an experience, and I am an experiencer in small ways, but it takes childlike play and ego reduction to get in touch with it. Anyone at any time can do it. It's not requiring a certain way. That's why it's so hard to explain, but to copy those that have lived the best on Earth, it's a good start, you know. And it actually, you know, it's the Bushmen, I think, have, have a great way of, of um, chanting it down. It's, it's funny. It, the Bushmen have a technique called teasing the meat. It's a way of keeping people in check with their ego. Um, so, so the hunters, the better the kill, as in a, a bigger and amazing the hunt, the more the hunter gets teased. So nobody gets a big, big like, ego about their catch. You know, nobody should have these egos in our society that we let everyone get anyway. I mean, we should be teasing the football players in the Super Bowl. We we should be teasing the celebrities. We should be teasing the rich people. We should be chanting down their egos. Nobody should have these propped-up egos from this stupid civilization that that honors people that do basically satanic, um, satanic ways that they don't even realize that they're they're performing to succeed you know in other words i'm going to step over these guys so i can get to the top you know that's that's a totally 
satanic mindset, um, which can be definitely confirmed by the radio show host and researcher Mark Passio, if you haven't ever checked him out, his uh, ex-Satanist and um, a really passionate guy who uh, has some incredible information. So, And don't let that turn you off, that he's an ex-Satanist. In fact, he understands this better than most people. But, um, you know, chanting down people's egos. And, and another important aspect about the uh, Bushman culture is, is, is absurdity. The Bushmen always like to bring serious matters into absurdity. It, it helps bring everyone down to the same level. So, so many people need to look at the absurdity of this world. We, we need to laugh at it like never before. That, that's chanting it down, like the deep belly laughter on the floor, cracking up, slapping the ground. The, the absurdity of the insanity, the divine comedy that, that sends you to the floor you know, laughter always helps loosen up, and we need to be really laughing. I mean, this is insane, crazy world we live in. Once you realize that, it's it's worthy of many laughs. You know, from from the core, laughing, and and what it does, it helps get rid of overworn habits of thinking, making more room for surprise, creativity, mystery, spontaneity. It it helps loosen you up, and. and the Bushmen very much know the life force. They get filled with it. And and little is known about this part of them. You can watch the movie The Gods Must Be Crazy, which is a, a great film, I, I think, but it doesn't even go into, it doesn't have time, I don't think, to go into all the spiritual aspects. But, you know, little is known about the spirituality of the Bushmen. But first of all, we must know not to be stagnant. The Bushmen were and a few left actually still live nomadic. Very few, you know, I've discussed about that, um, how in episode 41, the uh, problems that they had to go through in modern times. But on this show, I've also talked a lot about living nomadic. I've discussed the need for the journey many times on this show, the, the need for travel and a fluid, active life. And I'll admit, I can't live nomadic, and most people can't. In fact, it's basically against the law to live nomadic, if you think about it. But look at history. I mean, those that were enlightened spiritual teachers were nearly all lowly nomads, like Jesus, Siddhartha, um, just off the top of the head, you know, people that were not attached to any civilization, and these are people that we, these these are people that we look up to, but in the time periods uh, of a lot of these freedom seekers, everybody hates them. I mean, you know, uh, everybody hates freedom. They they it makes them have to look at their own nastiness and ego. And, and and have to chant themselves down, and people aren't very good at that. So, but it's funny how people today are looked at as heroes. In the day, they were hated, and it, and it's again that way with those of us sp- speaking the truth today, you know. But um, the the nomadic really really let go of things. It's about letting go of habituated everyday mind and all its patterns of mind control. And body control, the the absence of intentionality, the the language of the mind needs to be squelched. You have to quiet it down, and and that's why the need for uh, also a psychedelic experience is is a solution. It, it can press the reset button on your mind habits. It really can, and so that is an addition, I think, greatly to um, starting to experience life without the system. If you don't take it in civilization, go out to nature. And uh, if it's part of your journey, but um, really, I mean, pressing reset and and squelching the inner, squelching the the mind voice, not the inner voice, but the mind, and and letting go of the the habituated type of life you live. See, the Bushmen have dance nights around the fire that involve a type of shaking. It's being, it's about being danced by the life force. It's an electric energy. It's an ecstatic shaking. 
And the best way to try to visualize this or try to is go online and check out the books and videos by uh, Bradford Keeney. I might try to get him on the show here. Uh, the, 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 he's an American shaman, and he's, he's well-versed at, at living with many cultures and, and experiencing just what I'm talking about, the life force. Um, the, the Bushmen call this energy gnome. Now, there's probably a click sound in it because they speak in clicks. It's a you know an ancient tongue of a lot of clicking sounds, kind of like. And uh, these these the Bushmen know how to shoot arrows of gnome into each other. It's an energy that you can find through movement by being by enhanced and spontaneous motor activity. It's like a it's. And and it's something that I've experienced myself, so that's why I back this up. But um, hard to explain. But the Bushmen, they talk about ropes or cords that are attached to God, and God will pull these ropes. These, these are good tentacles attached. So these are not system tentacles. These are tentacles attached to all of us that we forget we even have attached to God. And they, they also talk about being cooked by God. This this takes letting go, being being basically danced by the life force, and and um, a lot of it has to do with healing from the hands, a, a way of harnessing this electric energy and, and touching one another. It's it's almost like conducting electric energy through a, a whole group of people. Uh, the life force it circulates through community, and so that's that's the need for the family, the tribe. Um, I've 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 stressed so hard on this show that 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 the family is missing the unit they've they've destroyed the family unit. No thanks to TV and media and school and work have completely destroyed the family dynamic to to circulate this 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 energy through a group of loved ones. And I mean, notice how in today's world nobody touches each other. And I don't mean in some perverted way, but that's just it. People automatically think when when that gets mentioned, touching, it, it's like some perverted thing. I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about a totally different thing about about feeling the energy of people. It's like here in Hawaii when when you greet women here, you kiss them on the cheek, and not real kisses, but like the French greet each other, you know, and. Um, I've seen so many mainland people come here and visit or, or that have actually moved here and are shocked or thrown off when a lady gives them a kiss like that. They're, like, kind of thrown back, you know, because people have really lost that, especially in America and England. Um, everyone's so stiff and uncomfortable, you know, it, literally out of touch, really, you know. And and so the the Bushmen, you know, they know the power in this. And and when the Bushmen greet each other, they place the palm of their hand on someone else's chest. The palm is a very powerful energy conductor. It and it, and it has a lot of it's almost, you know, that's your 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 main way of touch and I believe, you know, by putting the palm basically on the heart. I mean, that's a that's a pretty powerful uh movement. The Bushmen believe in in that um entirely. And and it has to do with this uh the spirituality and and this ecstatic shaking it has to do with dancing and shaking music heightens this and the energy transforms the whole scene and it's it's about letting the movement teach you uh the movement should move you it's about being danced by the life force like I say this is this electric flow of energy coming in and if you watch the bushman do this it reminds me of um evangelical preachers how they they place their hands on people and they pass out from God's holy spirit and there's something to be said there it's not always fake and and whether you you like that or you don't um uh, there is something to be said there what it is is these people are tapping into the same force at uh, source more like um so so you might be thinking at this point how can you save how can this save us from the system this is getting in touch with a force that can change consciousness. This this is something that once you're touched by it, you're never the same again. I mean, that's why I've been waiting through a lot of shows 
just to get here to tell you about this that I barely know about, but I've been touched a little bit by it, and once you're touched by it, you, you, there's just no going back. I mean, it's it's the um, it's what <laughs> we need. We should be. It's what we should be living for, really. We should be living for this connection. That's that's how backwards our lives are. Most people die without experiencing this, and instead they're living to get money. And no successful person. I mean, if you put a successful person in this in this system, who has some ego of success propped up, has has those people have nothing on this. You know, the life force would make the most successful person or people in a quote-unquote successful, I like to put that in there, in society, basically if you put any of these people, these successful people in in this situation of of getting hit by the life force or, or, or an arrow of gnome, um, then, yeah, these people, they would, they were crap their pants on the spot. <laughs> and they would stand in it there still after that. You know, that's that's what I'm talking about. This is, it changes consciousness forever. And as as you're cooked by God, once you've, you've been touched by this life force, yeah, everything else seems yeah, pretty insignificant. It's It seems like, well, you know, what could top that? You can't put a cherry on top of the life force. It's This is, you know, the miraculous, amazing flow of electric energy that comes from divine and it must be spread, and that is part of the healing process right here. Um, so I will continue to talk about some of these old-world cultures, and then I'm going to work my way through different examples into more modern day and even how I've been briefly touched by it myself so so we, we can apply it. But it's always good to go back to this model, and again and again on this, this show, I always go back to those of the old world that had it right. And, um, yeah, you could argue this or that about some of the aspects in their life, but come on, you know, these are people that actually, you know, had chanted it down. They didn't have, this is before the system. And uh, this this is information that few are talking about. I'm, I'm going to try to get some guests to talk about it soon, too, so we can, you know, go all over the map with this and, and really flesh it out and, and hopefully, you know, try to spread the life force as much as we can. It may sound crazy. It may sound new age or fluffy and it nothing to do with that shit. So, uh, I, I, as you know, I chant that down as well, the new age and all that on this show. So this is about, you know, truth, cultures that live before the ego ran amok, before civilization, slavery, government, before all that. This is this is a people that that had it right and um going to try to put it into modern day life on these talks. And then well, I'm not going to every episode just go through all this. I'm, among other episodes I'll be continuing other threads of shows too. I'm going to get a variety on this. So just like I did with the system tentacles, I took breaks here and there got guests on, and I think that's really great. So I'm just going to try to give a variety here on the show and if I can get the AS CAP um, license, I can play for you some music, make it much more entertaining, news clips, get some great guests on, which um, are on the way, just uh, it takes some time, and time is not on my side, I have very little time, and that includes right now on the radio with less than one minute left, but uh, I hope you enjoyed this show, and this is just another, like, kind of laying the groundwork for you to understand the the life force and and uh, to kind of just get it out in the way that I've understood it and and I learn along the way too so um, I'm not some big ego talking down at you this is some uh, a, a learning process along the way so um, I hope you've been enjoying Channel Down Radio please support the show uh, spread the word and keep chanting down yourself and and uh, I'll try to fit in a show here before um, and give you a little more. But I won't be able to do two weeks from now. It's February 19th. But I'll I'll, I'll fit in in somewhere. Get you some uh, more chanting down for you. All right. Much love. Uh, aloha. And take care of yourself.
Eventually you know you get farther Mountain streams and warm ocean water Found relief, my focus is stronger Boundaries are broken in progress How you think depends on how caught up Doubt your dreams defeat your high calling Boundaries high within the green forest Now it's 